Our annual investing conference starts on Sunday, and we've got a preview. Motley Fool Money starts now. I'm Chris Hill, and I'm joined by someone you've heard on this podcast before, the head of the Motley Fool's programming, and also investor at large, Dylan Lewis. Thanks for being here. Can I say uh, how unusual it is to be in the guest seat for me? <laughs> I feel like uh, it's it's a rare day that you and I are both on the podcast, and it's an even rarer day that I'm I'm sitting in the guest seat. I, I was just gonna say it, I, I, it's been years since uh, we've had this kind of interaction on the podcast, um, but we're here to talk about Fool Fest, which is our annual investing conference. I've been talking about this over the last few weeks. Uh, it starts on Sunday in Washington D.C. We have a ton of programming coming on Monday and Tuesday. We're actually going to be recording the podcast from the event uh, early next week, which I'm excited about. So we we will be able to bring some highlights from the event to the dozens of listeners, but. We wanted to share a preview of what we've got in store. Um, you and I were talking earlier. Um, there's a lot of work that goes into this kind of event, but there's also an element of of genuine fun that I think we have in putting it together. That's 100% right, Chris. I think one of the joys for me on, on the programming side, working at Fool, is that I get to work with a bunch of different teams and get to work with you and Ricky on Motley Fool Money and, and Dan and Rick. Uh, get to work with the folks who do Motley Fool Live, our member live stream. Um, but I kind of look at our member events as occupying a different space in what we're trying to do. And, you know, we're able to, with the podcast and with our live streams, talk a lot about what's happening in the moment and make sure that we have good context and all of that for people. Uh, with our events, I think we're able to kind of take a step back. And really prioritize what people should be paying attention to, and kind of give people a game plan for the next six to twelve months. And I think, especially given current market conditions, um, it's a particularly important one. Um, I think, in some ways, it feels a little bit like a downer to be having a member event during a period where uh, the market has been hit so hard, and a lot of growth stocks and full stocks have been hit so hard. But I, I kind of feel like it's the perfect time for it because we can really make sure that everyone's kind of set up to succeed. They have a good feel for what's going to be happening um, and the best way to position themselves given everything that's happening in the market. It's also been an absolute joy to just put together. We've been able to get together. We're going to be physically together and in person. Uh, and in the prep for it, we've had a lot of those meetings where we've gotten back together, gotten that fuller sense of community. Uh, I'm kind of hoping that comes through in the content for the folks that are watching virtually. Absolutely, and and we can get to the the stock stuff in a minute because the a lot of the programming is built around investing strategies, uh, but we've got an incredible lineup of speakers. I, I I don't remember if I've said this on the podcast before. I know I've said it to you. In all my years of doing events at the Motley Fool, I think top to bottom in terms of investing takeaways, this is the strongest lineup of speakers we have ever had for an event. Um, I know what I'm looking forward to, but what are you looking forward to? Well, you know, we had we had two and a half years of lead time for this event, right? right. <laughs> so we were able to do some preparation. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it's a pretty stellar lineup, and we were thinking a lot about who we wanted and the role that they could serve, what they could speak to for members. And I think the the person I'm most excited to hear from is Trek CEO Brian Fairbanks. And we love getting executives in in front of our members. I think it's a great opportunity to hear how some really quality businesses are run. But I also kind of look at it as a chance for someone to borrow the brain of someone who's spending a lot of time thinking about the things that are currently hitting the market. 
uh, and a lot of companies. And I look at someone like Brian Fairbanks, and I say, like, man, you are at the intersection of so many things right now. This is a, a business that uh, works in decking, so you have the physical goods and all of the elements that are currently affecting supply chain um, and being able to physically move things around. Uh, this is a company because they are in the real estate space in a way, home improvement space. They are somewhat subject to the whims of the housing market, and they see cycles that run uh, along with that. It's also a company that manufactures in the United States, and there is a very large conversation right now happening around: Will we see more supply chain operations being brought over to the United States? Will we see more manufacturing happening in the United States? And I just look at someone like him. He can speak so well to so many things that are currently in the zeitgeist, um, and hopefully give members a really good sense of how top-level management teams think about it. Yeah, I was telling someone this the other day that there are the conversations that we have as investors, and then there are the conversations that we just have with our friends and neighbors and and family and that sort of thing. And one topic that that touches on both of those, particularly over the last couple of years, is real estate. Like that's just you can find that conversation. It's like one of the most talked about things, not just in the investing world, but just in in everyday life. Yeah, it's unavoidable because it's something that we interact with just as consumers and as investors. Um, and don't worry if you're a real estate wonk, we've got a breakout for you. Uh, there's going to be a focused <laughs> session on that as well, uh, and, and some more focused investing topic conversations. But I, I just thought he was such a great get. Um, and on top of all that, Trex has been an incredible company. It's been it's been a really uh, great performer for people that have owned it for a while. Uh, don't expect that to change anytime soon. And, and really excited to have him in the mix. Uh, Chris, I know you're going to be. Handling one of our interviews, you're going to be talking with uh, one of our full favorites, Morgan Housel. Um, can you give folks a little sense of that conversation and maybe some of the other stuff that you're looking forward to? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I am, I'm actually going to be interviewing uh, Morgan on day two. I'm going to be interviewing David Gardner uh, on the opening day, and um, uh, Morgan and I will be, um, you know, with Morgan. He's such a curious person. Um, and by that I mean he is so curious about the world. Uh, so uh, there are any number of topics that that he has thoughts on, um, including and especially sort of the um, different ways of looking at the things that get talked about all the time, like inflation, uh, supply chain, all that sort of thing. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and Bill Mann is going to be interviewing Michael Mobison. Um, and and I'm really in part because I have absolutely nothing to do with that conversation. I'm looking forward to being in the audience and watching that because Mobison is in the same way that there are in the world of cooking, there are celebrity chefs and everybody knows who they are. But in the world of cooking, there are the chefs' chefs. And it's like, okay, well, these are the celebrity chefs, but like the, the chefs' chefs are the ones that like everyone in the community talks about. It's the same in investing. Like there are investors who are better known than Michael Mobison, who are on TV a lot more than him. He is the investor's investor. Yeah, and I can't wait for that. Chris, just I don't think you knew this, but to, to underline that for a second, uh, we have some bonus digital content as part of Fool Fest, and one of those is it's a conversation between uh, Motley Fool co-founder and CEO Tom Gardner and Aswath Damodaran, who's NYU professor, uh, expert on valuation, corporate finance, is an incredible thinker in the investing space. And we pre-recorded it because we weren't able to make uh, an in-person uh, thing happen for the event just because of schedules and travel and that kind of stuff. And they wrapped by talking about investors that they follow, admire, and are most interested in. And I was sitting in on the taping, and I didn't know they were going to do this. And they wound up going through that. And of course, they name check Michael Mobison. And, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, you, you can't get a better plug than that for, for the folks that we're going to have in the mix. So, um, 
you know, if if you like Aswath the Motorin, get ready for one of his favorite investors. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in terms of the stock conversations, what in particular are you looking forward to? Because one of the things um, uh, that's going to be happening on day one is sort of. I think the name of the session is something like you know the the best deals in the market today, something like that. I'm, I'm butchering the title, but it's Andy Cross, who's our chief investment officer, is going to be leading that conversation. I'm looking forward to it just because I feel like that like this is when you talk about taking a step back and trying to to program stuff. Like I feel like this is a question that everybody has, particularly in this market. Like the the environment right now is 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 a little frenetic, and I feel like more than ever this is a relevant conversation. 100%. And I think what we've tried to do with the sessions are give people a little bit of a couple different flavors on stock picks and ideas from our investing team. Uh, we have best deals in today's market. Uh, we have something that's going to be focused on relatively low volatility, but still decent growth upside stocks. We're going to have a breakout on the semiconductor industry and ways to play it. Uh, focus on options as well. Uh, I did a tally because I always like to kind of know what the, the big headlines are for an event. Uh, over 20 unique stock ideas. Coming at folks over the course of the event. One of the things that I, th I think is kind of fun in in the prep for the event is getting a lens into how investors are thinking about things. Um, and you know, I, I think one of the joys for me was being in person, doing some of the planning for all of this, and getting together, really kicking stuff around. We had a meeting where I was asking some of our investors to come with some ideas from some of our more advanced investing services. And we had one of our colleagues who uh, is, I think you're going to know exactly who I'm talking about, a little bit more income oriented in the way that he tends to look at stocks, uh, Ron Gross. Uh, and we also had Ari Hughes, who's someone who's looking a little bit more at growth stocks by way of the services that he does for the pool. And it turned out that they had identified the same stock that they wanted to pitch to members. One is a dividend stock, one is a growth stock, and it was the same company. And they were thinking to themselves, well, I, I can't. I can't talk about this if you're going to be talking about this. And I was like, no, 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 this is fantastic. Are you kidding me? This, this, this shows that these things are not necessarily mutually exclusive. At the core of this, we're looking at quality businesses. Um, and I think we're going to have a lot of good discussions like that. And I think a lot of interesting context around the way that we think about companies. I think one of the one of the fun things about the sessions and being able to kind of bucket them and create these these kind of baskets for our members is we can kind of recontextualize stuff that's in their premium services and just give them a chance to rethink a company that might come across as a stock advisor pick, but also now looks a little bit more like a way to play real estate. I'm going to take the over on the number of stock ideas, um, just because uh, Q&A um, with the audience is um, always a great part. Uh, you know, it's always to me, it's what makes the event special is sort of the interaction with members, not just you know in person at you know at a coffee break or something like that. Although that's great, um, but also just sort of the you get insight into how members are thinking um, with the questions they submit. So I know, I know we're going to be getting um, questions about stocks that you know we're not planning to talk about, but we absolutely will end up talking about just because um, we always get great questions. That's the joy of the unscripted, I think, and the the joy of you know the community really is is getting together and being able to get a sense of what's on members' minds. I have some idea of what I think we need to address in the box we need to check for an event like this, but then we get there, and then I get to be a member alongside everyone else and see uh, from our team, from the questions that get asked, what people are thinking about, um, what else we need to program around. I think you'll see some of that stuff come into the podcast as well um, as we see questions and topics people are curious about.
I was just going to say, um, you know, lest anyone listening uh, is thinking to themselves, wait a minute, I'm not a member of any service. As I said, we're going to be doing the podcast uh, next Monday and Tuesday from the event. Um, we're going to be bringing highlights into the podcast. But if you want to become a member, take in the whole thing. Um, you know, here's the shameless plug, and we'll, we'll put the links for this because um, if you're a member of any Motley Fool service and you're not yet uh, signed up to, to watch the event, um, you can go to foolfest.fool.com. But if you're not a member of any service, um, you can easily sign up for our Stock Advisor service, which is our flagship service. Just go to fool.com slash foolfest, and you can become a member, take in the whole event. And like I said, we'll put those links in the description of the podcast so that. Uh, uh, there's less confusion than what is probably happening to people who are listening right now. Like, wait, did you just say the same URL twice? We could have done a little bit more work for people on that one. I think, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll take that one, Chris. That one's my fault. It's uh, <laughs> fool.com slash foolfest for anyone who's not currently a member and foolfest.fool.com for anyone that currently is a Motley Fool member. All right. Any last thing before we get out of here? I'm excited. I'm, I'm ready. I mean, the. The the programming side of it, you know, there's the ideas of what we're going to talk about. As a content person, Chris, and and you've talked about this on the podcast recently, there is an entirely different element to doing stuff in person. Came up recently with one of your Motley Fool money tapings, where you're like, "Man, we are in the studio and we are kicking it around." You can tell uh, Emily Flippin was guns blazing uh, in that in that episode, and I think you're just going to be getting a lot more of that with the content from the event. Um, I was I was really fired up in seeing the tapings uh, that we did uh, for some of the pre-recorded content um, and the the meetings for prep. Um, people are going to bring it, and I think there's going to be some really fun energy. Dylan Lewis, great talking to you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Chris. As always, people on the program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against, so don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. I'm Chris Hill. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.